Introducing the new look Nazca Conflicts in exciting, new, trendy and attractive pack. Same quality, same great taste. And what's more, it's now endorsed by the Nutrition Society of Nigeria. Beautiful morning to you out there. We do hope you are starting the weekend on a good footing. Today, our searchlight is focused on parents. We urge you to start by serving our nutritious, oven fresh Nasco cornflakes for your family members for that nourishing goodness anytime. In the natural order, most living things, ranging from microorganisms to human beings, are born of parents. However, the parental responsibilities of lower animals are no match to those of humans. Humans by nature are attached to their parents from birth till death or until any other circumstance occurs to separate the bond. Being a parent no doubt comes with great responsibilities which any intending parent must prepare for. The basic needs of a child which include clothing, shelter, feeding, education, whether formal or informal and so on are what a responsible parent must provide for a child. But beyond these, a child also needs love discipline, mentorship and guidance in life which are expected primarily from parents. The challenges of effective parenting are overwhelming. Parents these days are so preoccupied that they pay more attention to business and career commitments than to the home front. Where the two parents are available, the challenges may be mitigated somewhat. This is however burdensome in some in the case of single parents. This phenomenon has left damaging gaps in the lives of children and growing adults who suffer from poor parenting. This has seen to arise in the growing cases of juvenile delinquency, youthful exuberance and moral decadence so prevalent and pervasive in our society today. It is against this background that we have invited to the studio on the Nasco Moments radio show Associate Professor Sifas Tushma, Deputy Provost at Joss Equa Theological Seminary Jets to discuss how effective parenting can benefit the greater society. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Thank you, Professor, for being with us on the Nasco Moment Show today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Okay. So, what would you say is effective parenting? Well, uh, parenting in general has to do with a kind of nurture and care, um, protection, instruction, and provision that helps in disciplining and raising a child to the age of responsibility. Now, having said that, effective parenting then would be that kind of nurture and care that raises the child, that that child becomes a responsible citizen to be able to take on responsibilities in his or her own right 
and be a law-abiding citizen and making positive contributions to society. Okay. So would you say um, parenting refers only to biological parents? Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, of course, parenting uh, refers to anyone that assumes the responsibility of being a guardian, uh, one that nurtures, cares, and provides for the child until that child can take care of itself. So there are adaptive parents, people who are not necessarily biological progenitors of a child, but take on the responsibility of caring for that child. Uh, there are situations of what may even be called foster parenthood, whereby there is no legal adoption, but somebody assumes all of full responsibility for that child. And so uh, there are those other uh, forms of parenting that may not be biological. And actually, um, you know, this is saying that uh, it takes a, child, a village, a whole village to raise a child. In typical traditional African society, it wasn't only those who directly had responsibilities for a child that would contribute, but relatives and other neighbors would watch out for children growing within their area and be able to provide guidance or needs. You know, where you see a child hungry, you don't need to be the biological parent to provide food for that child. Okay, what are the things that parents uh, must do to ensure they effectively bring up their children? Well, one of the key things is presence. You know, the physical presence of the parent is very, very helpful. It can be reassuring to the child, no matter what is going on, that the child can see the parent there. Yeah, so uh, in addition to that, of course, you had highlighted some of the biological needs uh, of uh, food, clothing, shelter, water. But then there are other additional needs of security. The child should feel secure uh, in our contemporary world. Provision of uh, access to education becomes very essential as well. And of course, in addition to that, the spiritual dimension, you know, whatever the faith position of the parent, they should be able to guide the child so that that child grows up understanding that life goes beyond the, this present world. Okay, we always talk about the parents. Uh, does the child have uh, any role to play in making sure that his or her parents raise him up properly? Yeah, the child has a responsibility. Of course, um, we know that every human being comes up with a mind and a will of their own. Uh, definitely when a child is younger, it's easier for the parent to be able to bring them under control. You know, but uh, talking earlier of effective parenting, we swear by you are not just enforcing compliance, but teaching the child to learn to make wise decisions. And that's where the child has a responsibility of being teachable being willing to learn, being willing to listen, being willing to follow instructions because, as they say, you can take a horse to the river, but you can't force it to drink. And sometimes as parents, we can force children to comply. And so outwardly they are complying, but internally they may be revolting. And so that's where the child has a responsibility of totally opening up and being teachable 
and learning and adapting values that are being passed by the parents. Okay, is that something the parents can control or is that something the parent can teach the child? That's something the parents can teach. Okay. Yeah, because control is a dangerous thing. Because when you control, as long as the child is young, it will be willing to comply. So that you receive less spanking and all of the that. But if the inner person is not being molded in the right way, once the child re reaches the age of being able to make independent decisions, then all of those efforts would have been wasted. So it's something you teach and orient a child towards to adapt within his or her own psyche. Okay, does um, parenting have an impact on the behavioral pattern of the child? Uh, definitely, because, um, you know, in a way, uh, there is a proverb that says, all human beings are born the same, but by nurture they are different. So the kind of environment one grows in, the kind of nurture one receives, influences the way that person would think and behave and be oriented to things generally. You know, that's why if you see a child that is adopted, say for example, a black child adopted by white parents and is being raised from little childhood, you know, you may see the child outwardly black, but internally, his way of thinking will be entirely white. So definitely, parenting has a big role in how somebody is formed and shaped. All right, that's very interesting. Uh, we'll be back to talk some more on this. It's the Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show. Stay with us. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Thank you for tuning in. You're on to the NASCO Moments radio talk show. I've been speaking with Associate Professor Sifas Tushima on how effective parenting can benefit the greater society. It has been interesting so far. Uh, so we'll talk about single parenting now. What is single parenting? Now, um, the way human beings were made... Traditionally, you have in a family a man and a woman, and they give birth to children, or they adopt a child or children, and they raise them. Now, a single parenting is where you have only one person, either a man, but most often is the woman raising children. And uh, there are different conditions that may cause uh, single parenting. The most common one is widowhood, where one of the spouses is dead and the other is raising children. Uh, the other is having children out of wedlock, you know, before getting married, somebody uh, gets pregnant and gives birth, you know, again, most often it's the lady that takes care of the children, but occasionally you find a situation where the child is living with the father. And... Um, some other circumstances like that, they are, especially in the West, I'm not sure we're beginning to do that right now, where a single person decides to adopt a child 
So again, it's not biological, but that person is raising the child in, uh, uh, independently. Or maybe just wants to have a child and goes about to conceive and uh, exactly. raise a child. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so that's an extramarital situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how can single parents effectively bring up their children? Yeah, a single parent, it, you know, the task becomes uh, much harder. Even with two parents, it's difficult enough. But with one person, uh, it's a lot more challenging. So uh, the one person has to find the money for food, for clothing, for rent, for housing, for school fees and everything. And, you know, the first thing I talked about was presence. If you are very busy raising this, your presence is still needed in some way. And at the same time, being able to uh, give children the instruction they need, be able to discipline, be able to guide and direct and instruct. So it becomes a lot more demanding, but um, the, the demand is not any less. At the same time, one key thing single parents tend to do or should do is to tap into the benefit of community. Uh, and uh, here it can begins, begin with the immediate family, for example, the grandmother that is supporting or siblings or other people within the immediate extended family setting. But also now that we live in urban areas where some of that may, be not, may not be readily available, but uh, within the community associations, say for example, community, faith communities that the person belongs to, tapping into support groups, uh, like that, we aid the, par- the, the single parent to uh, find the kind of support he or she needs to be effective, even though he or she is alone. Okay. Uh, there are orphans out there who may be listening uh, to the program and are thinking, okay, um, how can they be parented effectively even in the absence of their parents? What is your advice to this set of people? Yeah, um, Definitely, in a situation where one of the parents is no longer there, you still have one, um, there will still be something lacking. The, the, the difference between the man and the woman manifests even in the way children are raised. And therefore, what is lacking in that situation, the child should just learn to live with that and make the best of what the surviving parent can provide. And uh, this is where, again, sometimes... Within our community networks, a figure that represents that parent that is missing could be developed if there is a healthy relationship, and that's very important because society is becoming more and more perverse, so you don't want to place yourself in a situation where somebody exploits. But there may be situations where there is no parent at all. I remember uh, in the early 2000s when the AIDS uh, pandemic was ravaging much of Africa. I remember watching a documentary by World Vision, you know, where I saw a child of about eight or nine years old having to take care of her siblings. You know, it really broke my heart. So there are situations like that. There are a lot more less now, there are a lot less now than there were maybe 10, 15 years ago. But there are still some situations like that. In that kind of case, the eldest child that is becoming a child parent has a lot more to do. A lot of times they deny themselves the benefit of education or good living for their younger ones. But finding you know, mental figures will be very key for children in that situation. 
again within the community where they live either community of faith or you know teen community they should be people they could identify as key mentors that they could run to for counsel for encouragement for support uh, otherwise it would just be too much for them okay we have a lot of very busy parents these days how can they effectively parent their wards it's something that you can't leave to chance you have to be deliberate about it and uh, in all of the busy schedules one needs to plan deliberately when one will be available with the children and especially where you have uh, two parents the husband and the wife you have to look at your schedules in terms of what each of you is doing and where necessary deliberately cut back uh, at least one person to be with the children you know i remember my wife at a point when uh, my career demanded a lot of travels had to take an early retirement to be home uh, which is not very common but those are the kind of prizes you pay yes sacrifices kind of sacrifices you make for your for children the, for your children exactly all right that's interesting i hope that uh, parents realize that they need to make sacrifices for their children it is the nasco moments radio talk show and we'll be back to talk some more about effective parenting with professor tushima please stay tuned a promise kept the taste of nasco cream crackers each bite is crispy and so much fun it's excitingly cool and a delight any day nasco cream crackers is the ideal snack at home and office nasco cream crackers is best served with tea coffee and cheese nasco cream crackers nasco cream crackers a promise kept it's crunchy and tasty Nasco cream crackers, another quality product from Nasco. Welcome back to the Nasco Moment show. We've been discussing how effective parenting can benefit the greater society, and Professor Tushmai is our guest. So some people opine that young boys learn to become fathers from their fathers, while the girls learn to become mothers from their mothers. And in the same way, young girls determine the kind of husband they want to marry from the kind of person their father uh, is and just as young boys want a wife because of the kind of person their mother is so um do you subscribe to this kind of thinking not necessarily you know that kind of thinking is very deterministic it's as if your environment absolutely determines what you become uh which may have an element of truth but it's not the whole truth uh because you know the way your mother is does not necessarily dictate that you will marry someone like that but on the other hand i see where there may be a positive sense in that uh d- depending on what the child growing up want to be or to have as a family so if you have a mother that is very caring as a young boy growing up and takes good care of the of the family then there is a good thing there to look forward to having a wife that will be like your mother but if you have a mother that is doesn't care uh is not available is very nagging and all of that 
then you'll be thinking in terms of the opposite. I don't I shouldn't want someone to be like my mother as a wife uh, or a mother to my children. So that's where I see some element of that, but at the same time, the independence of being able to make choices that suit the kind of family somebody wants to raise. Okay. Um, there's no denying the fact that some children um, are irresponsible. Um, some parents, rather, are irresponsible and put their children on the wrong path. Um, how can children who find themselves in this condition uh, overcome it? Again, um, that's where your individual choice becomes very key. Definitely, parents have an important role to play in children's lives. And a lot of times, inadvertently, uh, the kind of life your parents live impinge on you. But then destiny is not tied to your environment. You can decide to have a different destiny. And this is where, for example, as a Christian, you trust God to break the wrong cycle that has been going on in your family. That your father was an alcoholic does not condemn you to becoming an alcoholic. That your mother was a prostitute does not condemn you to becoming a prostitute. You can make the choice to follow their line, but you can choose to live differently. And that's where the personal choice element becomes very key, even for little children. Okay, so they have to be strong enough to make up their minds to live their lives the way they want to be different from their parents, if need be. Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, making a faith commitment, say, for example, becoming a Christian, you find the strength that the Holy Spirit provides, that you are able to live out very different from what society would have expected you to turn out. Okay, how best can intending parents prepare so they can give effective parenting uh, to their would-be children? Well, first of all, intending parents need to build a strong relationship with themselves because that kind of uh, relationship builds trust. When children see the father and mother living happily, they feel secure. And secondly, they need knowledge, they need information. And so this comes from relating with older parents, learning from them, reading books. And, you know, in the urban area, there are several seminars that are being organized either by churches or other organizations uh, that teach people about some of the key issues about parenting. So availing oneself with every opportunity of learning is key. Now let's talk about something that has become part of our reality in this day and age, um, especially in the Western world where gay people adopt children. What kind of parenting would these adopted children get? Well, you know, um, that's a challenge because there's something about, say, for example, a man pretending to be a woman or a woman pretending to be a man. Definitely, God did not create us to be that way. And um, the makeup, the psychic and emotional nature of our gender are different. And therefore, there is something that a mother brings to the table that a man could never bring. You know, uh, the same way there's something a father brings into the home that a, a woman would not be able to. You know, it's very interesting. I, I remember reading from um, one of the epistles of Paul where he made comparison referring to his relationship with the with the this particular church, Thessalonians, said, but we were gentle among you like a nursing mother taking care of her children. 
and in verse 11, for you know how like a father with his children we exalted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you. If you look at the verbs used here, the ones used with respect to the mother has that element of tenderness and gentleness. And that used with respect to the father has that element of firmness and instruction and charging. You know, so for children being raised in that kind of setting, they will definitely be denied an important, an important component of parenting that the other gender would have brought. And this is where I salute our legislators for um, enacting uh, an act that bans gay marriage which will not create that setting in our context. It is really sad, the situation for children like this. Um, any final words, sir, on this topic? Well, we can conclude where we began. Parenting is very key because the way a child is raised, we set it on the wrong path or on the right path. And that impacts on society at large. You know, when children are raised wrongly, we are creating a bad society overall. But to be able to raise children properly, it demands time. And therefore, parents need to consciously create time to be home with their children and spend time to know them and help them grow while at the same time still struggling to provide all that is necessary for their upkeep and upbringing. Associate Professor Sifas Tushma, thank you very much for enlightening us and being on our program this morning. Thank you. It's my pleasure. There is no denying the fact that our esteemed listener must have benefited immensely from the insights shared here today. Listener, we have to end this episode at this point. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at NASCO Group. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producers, Harun Audu and Joshua Tongman. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu and Tolu Bakari. I am Hudun Gyan. Thank you for listening. Since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean.